finally back for the next edition of let's do it live i'm your host the people's commish and some by the miracle of god i am joined by the pizza baron and mikey the mush here on thanksgiving thursday yeah we finally made it back here pc uh happy holidays it's time to get back to the grind i think mikey was in vegas uh just popping bottles and playing blackjack for 72 straight hours there was a lot of um a lot of corks that got popped. Not 72 hours. I slept a lot because when you lose, you don't have many other options to do. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't give CRC a shout out. I can hear him in the background. Can you? He's eating. I think so. I like it. He's our version oh, yeah. of Stella. He, hey, he's our version of Stella. He's committed to the grind. He really is. And now that he's baptized, he's better than ever. Really happy I can lead him down a path of faith for he, the rest of his life. With the hammer today for the uh, Thanksgiving Day slate. You know, oh, we should for, we'll throw that in at the end. We will. We'll you, thanks, a Thanksgiving teaser. He's not I, very patient. Parlay. I have a so lot of thoughts a, about weird NCAA basketball games today. Yeah, is there? We should do a podcast parlay. All right, I'm in. Sounds fun. Okay. Five or six teams. Ten. Done. Even 30. Let's make it a thousand. I don't care. I think max is 12. (laughs) All right. Let's get right into it. It's been a few weeks since we've done the picks. So Mikey, where does everyone stand? I know we did a little teaser on the Instagram page, but not a lot of people follow us other than Daniel from Topeka, Kansas. So give us a quick uh, rundown. Donovan from Duluth. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, Tammy from Tampa. (laughs) <laughs> she's our only female follower yeah she's transitioning yeah, so. yeah. assumed her gender her and, her, and, her and Winona from Wichita but I don't think she listens to every episode um, there was an asshole coach that once said pride comes before the fall uh, behind the scenes I got a little cocky it almost made a very bad bet with you Andrew um, the other day because uh, it's getting a lot tighter there is a two way tie at the fir- at for first uh, Kevin and myself are both two games over 500 at 37 and 35. He has a one game tie or one game lead in the tiebreaker though on me uh, with his locks or just one one game slightly better. And then you miraculously from the shit seller that you were in got ba- are back to 500. You're 36 and 36. So yeah. uh, it's getting very tight. You know how they down south they'll have bowls like walk around on a bingo board and whatever one it shits on is their decision going forward. I I've been doing that with Carson lately. If it's a solid, uh, if it's a solid poop, I hammer the, uh, underdog of any of the, of Mikey, the mush's picks just so I can ruin his, his little streaks he's going on. Uh, it's really been helpful. So I've turned my shit picks into a shit, kind of situation where it's leading me down a good path. Did you say back to your story? Did you say when bulls go around and shit? Yeah. So your picks are bullshit. Got it. Um, But I think you mean like a chicken. No, they do it with bulls as well. Steers, if I may. Those are some big shits. I know. Very pancake-like. Can you imagine Bevo walking around playing bingo? You know who that is. Yes. And we're back in the weeds. Man, four minutes in, and it's already off the rails. He Kansas isn't even letting him come there. What assholes. <laughs> is that Les Miles they, doing? 
No, they banned him from the game. Something about no live mascots, just like when Ford Field wouldn't let Butler have their dog in there. It's racism. Excellent. All right. What's the first game you got for us? I got a turkey oh, no. to bait. Yeah, um, turkey baster. Um, I just want to mention, Kevin did say I was in Vegas. Uh, I also, a couple episodes ago, um, Kevin mentioned that Bowling Green was his worst store. And I just wanted to, uh, Kevin, I did something this week. Since all the teams that I visited this year are 5-0 and when I did podcasts on location, I did a little uh, behind-the-scenes video, like Undercover Boss. Well, I called it a uh, masquerading mush. So we got some video content to put out. So I uh, went undercover to see why the store is underperforming and uh, how we can turn it around. So just wanted to let you know. Do you have any experience in the restaurant industry? Uh, yes. Other than your uh, your wine of the month club at Wolfgang Pucks. Yes, I have a, a couple family restaurants. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. All right. Yes. So. Mikey loves pairing uh, $3 beers with Wagyu beef with a side of lobster tail at Wolfgang Pucks. It's really quite a sight to see him order. I I was very impressed. Hey, it was fancy, okay? I had a hot date that night. That date was me. Second time we found you on a date with a dude at Wolfgang Pucks. (laughs) Is it better or worse that it was you? I was on we'll a date. A wash. A, I was on a date with a married guy. Um, <laughs> that's okay though. But yeah, we'll get into the games. Um, since the uh, since the schedule this week is kind of all over the place, we got two on Friday and three on Saturday. Uh, it's rivalry week, so we will start in the Big Twelve Friday night, eight o'clock. Number six, Oklahoma is a two and a half. Point favorite at number 13, West Virginia. Kevin, since you are in the lead, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and ride Kyler Murray and the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, West Virginia has been having some close games recently, and I'm, I'm just not feeling great about them overall. I think Kyler Murray is a hell of a player, and he's going to show up on Black Friday. <laughs> That was phenomenal plug for Black Friday. Oh, so many racial undertones. It was unbelievable. Oh, my God. We'll cut that part. (laughs) Our editing department doesn't have uh, great capabilities in that regard, so it will be left. Okay. All right. We're in trouble. Just just getting off the ground, we're already in trouble with the media. All press is good press. So my story is a little different so <laughs> a ding I'm, I'm sorry i can't stop laughing um so i once had a caddy uh i guess the llama it was like four it was the llama and i had a tricky shot and i said should i go for it and he looked me dead in the eyes and said chances make champions so in that regard i have some ground to make up i refuse to sit for this act I love Dana Holgerson, Will Greer, those Mountaineers. Give me the Mountaineers and the points. Um, I was going to take West Virginia just so I could sing Country Roads, but um, they've never beat Oklahoma as a member of the Big 12. They're 0-6, and this game's kind of like a pick based on the number. So I'll agree with uh, – Pizza Von Baron and take Oklahoma minus two and a half as well. We will in another rivalry game that's also Friday night is the Apple Cup. The number 16 Washington Huskies go on the road to my best friend and number eight Washington State Cougars and coach Mike Leach. Washington State is minus two and a half. Andrew, why don't you go first and just ruin this one? Again, I am hypothesizing here but i can imagine that pizza von baron which is a new name we're testing out i felt really good about coming up with that one this morning and i also told mikey that he is going to become his own mush and i'm going to reap the benefits so therefore i'm taking the huskies and the points <laughs> 
let me tell you this. Gardner Minshew, he's a big no-shave November guy. If you can tell from that absolute duster he's got on his upper lip. He's also a big no-nut November guy. He's got a lot of pent-up aggression. He's going to take it out on Washington. I'm taking Washington State. They're the, the cover team of the year. It's, it's a no-brainer for me. Yep, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. Um, I will be taking the Cougs. We switch over to Saturday, and a this rivalry game is known as the Iron Bowl. It is the Auburn Tigers going to the number one Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama laying a normal 24 points. Uh, Kevin, well, there you go. Can't in good conscience take Auburn in this game. Alabama kills people. Guns don't kill people. Alabama kills people. I'm taking Alabama minus 24. A wise man once said, you don't make money betting against the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. We have our first, our, we have our first consensus alert. Uh, I know the wee, wise wee, man. Wee. I know the wise man that said that saying, and it is very true. Uh, going to our fourth rivalry game, it is the number three Notre Dame Fighting Irish and their piece of shit head coach travel across the country to. Uh, the outskirts of Compton to play the USC Trojans. USC is plus 10 and a half. Andrew, what do you got? So aside from my hatred for Brian Kelly's purple face, he looks like Grimace from the McDonald's gang um, when he gets fired up. I think this is just the perfect game for the Fighting Irish to ruin their chances of the college football playoff. It is, it's supposed to be a cakewalk for them, but anytime you go to the Coliseum for this rivalry game, it's closer than you think. So give me the Trojans, the points. I'm tempted to say that USC is going to upset Notre Dame, but I don't want to jinx it. So give me USC and the points in this one. Okay. I hate both teams. But with that said, I've bet Notre Dame a couple times this year, and they've won me money. Every time I've bet for or against USC, I've lost. So I, I refuse to take USC in this game. I'm taking Ian Brooke and the Fighting Irish. They're going to kill him in the Coliseum. Nice alliteration there, Pizza Von Baron. PVB. Oh. Yep. Thank you. Well, doesn't kill start with K and Coliseum C? Okay. It's alliteration, Wait. Michael. Oh. I don't know. It's, I wasn't a good at language. Um, or speaking. Get it exactly. into a microphone, which so, still gives him trouble. He's like Billy football. Yeah, I don't know how to speak into it. USC's terrible as an underdog. Um, if you want to shake up in the standings, you might have it because Kevin and I have the same picks. Uh, those far through four games, and you're kind of over the map. So we might be sharpening pencils together. But uh, that being said, we'll get into the game known as the game uh, that everyone cares about. Wait, who it, did you it, pick? I didn't hear it. Oh, you cut out. Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah. All right. Our mother, tender, strong, and true. Probably in the heavens. Um, all right. Back to the game. Calls. Let's see you. Glory's mantle cloaks thee holy is thy name. Um, the game. The game. Forever. Praise the Notre Dame. The game, the game, the game, number four, Michigan, at its traditional noon kickoff time, goes to Kevin's backyard to face number 10, Ohio State. Ohio State, I don't know, I would like, I should have looked this up. When the last time Ohio State was a home underdog against us, uh, Kevin, since it is in your backyard, why don't you go first? This is a really tough one for me. I am the Michigan mush, and most of the time I would take Ohio State in this instance just just because I'm trying to protect myself from all the heartbreak, but I think this is the year that Michigan's all in. They got to win this game to get into the college football playoff. I'm taking Michigan minus four. Ohio State struggled to beat Maryland last year, or last week, I'm sorry. 
and they've looked pretty terrible against Purdue and a couple other games this year. Barely snuck by Nebraska. I don't think they're going to do anything against Michigan's defense. I'm taking Michigan minus four. Um, and I don't, I don't think that Michigan's beat Ohio State at Ohio State since 2001. 2000. Can you fact check anything, Mikey? 2000. 2000. Think, yeah, because it was an Made even up. year. Yeah, it was an even year. You know who the quarterback of that team was. We need the Shea, Matt, the Shea Magic on this Saturday, and I'm taking the Wolverines. Anti-mush. Clear eyes, full heart. Can't lose. Anyways, um, I'm fired up for this game. I found myself rooting for Ohio State against Maryland because I didn't want um, Michigan to come into this game, you know, not, you know, all in, right? Right. I wanted them to need to win this to go to the Big Ten Championship against uh, Northwestern and have these uh, college football playoffs like dreams alive. This game has so much more going on than um, in recent, like the last decade since uh, the game of the century. Remember back in 06 when it was one versus two? I mean, then, 2016 was two versus four, 2006. Wasn't it? I know, but wasn't two, 2016, wasn't that two versus four? Um, but that was when they were banned from the Big Ten no, no. playoff. Incorrect. I was there when he was banned because Jim Dressel got, um, they went undefeated. They were 12 and 0. Jim Dressel got carried off the field after the first uh, quarter. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Um, no, hold on. 2016, Michigan lost to Iowa on the last second field goal. They were oh, 10 yeah, and 0. Right. And, yeah, right. and then there was the controversial fourth and one play where JT <laughs> may or may not have gotten a first down in overtime. Uh, yes, he, he I, I remember this. That was in Columbus two years ago. Way to derail yes. my entire it, spiel. That was, it was, well, it was, two, it was two against three. Within our own, in our own red zone. Correct. And he threw yes. a pick six. He did. Regardless, I'm fired up for this game. I think Michigan finally comes out and just lays the wood on Ohio State. Double-digit victory. Give me the Wolverines. Shea Magic. Harbaugh, I'm all in. I'll be wearing khakis and watching Mikey in an electric chair. Uh, yeah. I'm. This game is going to – I might – I might pull an Urban Meyer and probably have a heart palpitation or some kind of medical issue during the game. Um, like you said, I wanted everything to be on the line uh, for this game until uh, I realized it would work out a lot better financially if Michigan was automatically in the Big Ten title game next week for one of my futures bets. But it's okay. I'm putting it all out there. If we go down, we go down. Uh uh, of course, I'm taking Michigan. This is an easy one. You know, it's senior day. Nothing better to break their hearts. And, you know, speaking of college seniors, or I guess just college students in general, when those kids move out of the house, it uh, it leaves a void in their parents' house. You know, usually uh, it used to be, you know, forever. Now it's probably about four or five years once they return back from school. I guess they call them empty nesters. You know, instead of putting workout equipment or some makeshift bullshit office in there you know what i'd do i'd give nicholson holmes a call come in there kev nicholson holmes come in there remodel the space you know almost make it so nice that you forget about your son and daughter ever live there uh nicholson holmes can be found at n-i-c-h-o-l-s-o-n-holmes.com again if you use the promo code arnold uh you receive two hundred dollars off your project andrew sent your locks normally disappoint uh, like a college senior, uh, you know, when kids like Van Wilder, when you go to school for eight years and you're not a doctor, a uh, disappointment like that, why don't you go first? Hang on, Mikey, are your parents waiting for you to move out of the mother-in-law suite so they can call Nicholson Homes? No, that's why I, I became a mother-in-law in name only. It's like a figurehead position. Oh, like the uh, the house mother at the sorority house? That's you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I mean, I'm probably a dog trainer. 
Take Before care. Andrew's lock of the week comes in, did you see the picture of Harbaugh holding up a sweatshirt where he's the Grinch is shitting in an Ohio State toilet with his feet up on a Michigan State helmet, and then he's using Penn State toilet paper? I the did full not. revenge tour? It's just an absolute mush. That's the only thing that makes me nervous about this weekend. I just had to mention it. Yeah. He's been very quiet, though, this year, which has been good. All they were the- trying to spin Karan Higdon's um, press cr- conference into like a confidence guarantee sort of deal. But if you if you ask a player, do you think you'll win this week? And the guy says, no, I, like I think you have more problems. Than, right, exactly. Yeah, I'm confident we're going to win. I just got an email from NCAA Fake Championships. Miss trying to sell me tickets, but also saying happy Thanksgiving. So I think that's a good sign because they want me to buy championship tickets. And why would I buy them otherwise? So would you go down to uh, Indianapolis next weekend? Uh, I have a wedding. Uh, Might have to put a little uh, extra cash in the envelope and uh, not you could have just said yes, Michael, instead of rambling on, so I can get to my lock of the week. But thank you. Okay, well, just give me your bullshit pick that's going to lose. No, this will not lose. There is one team in this nation that we can all count on to not cover the spread, and that's the Louisville Cardinals, who continue to lose games by 30, 40, 50 points. Uh, Petrino's out. He's wearing his neck brace on a Vespa scooter somewhere. This week, they host... Uh, the Wildcats from Kentucky, and the spread is 16 and a half. I will be hammering Kentucky all day. That is my lock of the week. You guys can take that one to the bank. This could be controversial, but we've already gone over this game in, in our slate. But can I double double down on Washington State as my lock of the week? Absolutely. Yes, you, you've done that before, so it's legal. I'm, I'm doing it. It's street legal. I, I I feel so confident, like 100% confidence in that pick. You know, Andrew, how so far you're in my head because I have to put five locks of the week down just in case you took a couple of them. And you How and would Kevin, I take a couple of them? Well, I'm saying between you, you two. You only get a lock of the week. Shut up. And you and Kevin took my two top choices. So I'm going to switch it up and do something I haven't done all year. I'll take the Oklahoma West Virginia over 84 and a half. That's a, that's a lot of points. Wow. Oh, yeah. What an anticlimactic bet. I thought you were going to say something profound. Hey, life's too short. Okay. It's about the under. <laughs> All right. So I'm taking the over. In addition to Nicholson Holmes, this segment has been sponsored by the promotions guy who provided us with these lovely Let's Do It Live t-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. I feel like I could do many activities. Uh, it's sweatproof, looks great, got our logo. Mikey even looks good on this. Check out the promotions guy. And thank you to yeah. Sportsbook for all of your gambling needs. P- please visit their Instagram page with promo code TB12 to receive a $50 credit for this weekend's lineup. And please do that because then we get free plays so I can make up for all those terrible live bets that I hammer when I'm struggling with tryptophan. All right, let's switch it over to uh, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Again, we haven't podcasted in a while, so I can only imagine the research that the mush has done on IMDb pertaining to some 1990s heartthrob. So... Mikey, who do you got for us? So the, I had this one last week. I, you know, I'd like to keep it relevant. And this one is relevant for a couple different reasons. Um, it's actually kind of more pertains to last week news. But uh, just like the wildfires in uh, California uh, have been stealing homes recently, uh, this guy also stole home in a, in a very famous cult movie. <laughs> uh, and then, and then fa- but even better... Following his career as an actor, he became a firefighter in California. So I'm tying it all together. His I don't know how to say his last name, but we're going to go with uh, Mike Vitar. He was a big sports movies guy for about two years. He was uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez in Sandlot, and he also played 
uh, Luis Mendoza uh, in D two and D three, and just like the wire in the just like the wildfires, uh, he couldn't stop either. Um, with that being said, if you would like to donate to the Red Cross, you can text Red Cross to ninety nine 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 and make a donation to help them out there. I just wanted to throw that in because it's kind of in bad taste to make fun of. Wild. That was really nice of you. Yeah, you that, that was probably the nicest thing I've ever heard you it. say. So yeah. I, I'm very I'm proud um, of you in this moment. I'm feeling, thankful feeling for you, Mikey. Fun fact about Mike Vitar: he started acting at the age of 12 when a casting manager spotted him in line for a ride at a school carnival. His looks were just that good. They said, you know what? You're going to be the star player in the best baseball movie ever. I was just going to say, is there, will there ever be a better baseball movie than The Sandlot? I, no joke. I've watched it over a hundred times and I still love that entire movie. James Earl Jones as the man that owns the beast. He was, he was boys with babe, got hit with a fastball. Mr. Myrtle. Thank you. Why didn't you just knock on the door? I'd have got it for you. Yep. Here's a trivia question. Do you know Squint's real name? Oh God. It's my Mike, alias in Vegas. Mike Papadopoulos or something. Mike, Mike Michael Peladoris. Yeah, damn. I got it. Well, close. yeah, to your point, Andrew, um, The Sandlot is one of the few movies that you watch as a kid and you just love it, and then you grow up and you watch it again. And it's actually a good movie. It's not terrible. Like I, I've mentioned before in our podcast, like The Mighty Ducks, for instance, I loved it as a kid, but I grow up and I watch it back and realize how cheesy it is and how poorly made. Yeah, like all the sound effects that are like someone playing a kazoo in a closet. Yeah. Or right and left-handed, like in different scenes. Mm-hmm. No, the Sandlot is true. They know what they're doing. Or how the, a Pee Wee coach it. became the coach of the Junior Goodwill Games. Yes. It's quite, a, it's quite a jump. But it's Gordon Bombay, the Minnesota Miracle Wait, Man. Speaking of, that movie, speaking of that movie and being it poorly done, um, you know how people are big fans of the uh, of another hockey movie, Miracle, also made yep. by Disney. That is I the exact. That. It's the exact same script as D two. They take a how bunch of they take a bunch of random kids from all over the country <laughs> that are the underdogs. Right. That was that was a bit of a they, stretch. They, they, <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Let me finish. This is a firing barrel. This is a distraction. This is a distraction then, in a firing barrel. Why didn't we see Hendrix hockey and Miracle? Though? Iceland. Also, remember Iceland when they, is they're the playing USR. roller so that's hockey what they use in Compton and they find Russ Tyler and he brings the knuckle puck? Unbelievable coincidence. That's, that that's, like, knuckle puck that's, like the, that's like the one kid that Herb Brooks tried to bring in right before uh, uh, all the parents were buying tickets. See? Oh. This <laughs> a family hub. <laughs> I did watch Miracle like recently, and I still find myself getting chills when he does. Uh, when he has the like the confrontation with God, who's the guy? Rizzioni? No, 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 not Callahan. But Jack. yeah, it is Jack O'Callaghan. I'm a hockey you know player. Callahan? Uh, yeah. Or no, no, that's with um, Robbie the. Uh, uh, the guy uh, who stole the ring right uh, off my finger. The guy cheap shots well, me. Yeah, no, that's OC. I thought you were talking about um, in the locker room with McCallahan, the bruise on the leg yeah. is a hell of a long way. Yeah, that one. From the heart, you candy ass. That that part gets me every time. What did you call me? You heard me. Oh, all-time movie. But back to Sandlot. Um, I have noticed recently that there's been a lot of Instagram love for going as Wendy Peppercorn and uh, Squints for Halloween as a couple. Has anyone else noticed that? I've noticed it as well. I was actually just thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, it is a um, is a very popular uh, couple costume. There's alliteration for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they both start with C. It, it, I, not that that qualifies for alliteration alliteration in and of itself but you seem to think so about 20 minutes ago yeah yeah benny the jack could have had quite the uh, acting career but you know what he rode into the sunset 
Well, he did finish D3 making out with the cheerleader who was yeah, dating was the stole, captain of the varsity team. The captain. Yeah, made it even worse. So, so people playing for Team USA can't even make the varsity hockey team. Yeah. At Colbert Academy. Yep. No, or I thought no, it was Seton, Seton Hall. Yeah. No, yeah. It's Seton uh, Hall Ducks. Yeah, no, but that's the real, the real high school in real life is Colbert think all right i i have the peace day resistance of why the mighty ducks series is so bad and they took gunner stall the actor who played gunner stall team iceland in d2 and made him the goalie for the varsity team in d3 the same guy thanks skitter two different roles in two movies in succession you couldn't find just another 16 year old to play goalie and isn't that his? Haven't we looked this up before? Isn't that his like only acting credits? Uh, I'll look it up right now. I no, yeah. I remember he was in an episode of that '70s show, and he got his ass kicked by Eric Foreman. That's the only other thing I've seen him in. Julie the Cat Gaffney is just his ultimate cuck because in D, D in D two she she stops him on the triple deke because he's fancy. And then mm-hmm. he, she be, then she beats him in D three. But don't they they make out at the end of D three? Don't they? No, it's just a kiss on the cheek. You know what's the best oh. part about the triple D? It's literally just stick handling back and forth three times. Then he takes a slap like a slap shot. Yeah, yes. there's no move. He, yeah, yeah, he came to a crazy. complete stop. I I don't know. I can't even do it. I can't even skate. So I mean, that's, that's my barrier. Hang on, I'm trying to find Gunner Stall here. He probably God. doesn't even have acting credits. Scott hey. White. What's his name? He has a Scott White. He has a picture on IMBD, so there's that. Nice. Mm, he's in Incredibles too, as miscellaneous crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's moved from acting to being the coffee man for an animated film, as everyone else does the voice work and the animation. He's miscellaneous crew. Yes. Unbelievable! Awesome. What what a metamoric rise to fame! Dude, I can't believe you're right, Andrew. I was trying. He really is in D three. Yeah, he's the goalie. Yeah. Jesus, you didn't know that. I mean, I, I once you said it, I was like, you know what, you're right. But I I didn't want to believe it. But yep, you're right, hundred percent. Unbelievable move by Disney. They well, we can go back one step further. They make a successful movie in the Sandlot. And then no, no, they Sandlot, just use... Sandlot is not Disney. Sandlot is um, uh, Paramount, I think. Oh, then my uh, Island World or no, 20th Century Fox, but same thing. Keep going. Well, I was gonna say they there's a successful movie in the Sandlot, and then they pull members of the Sandlot and just put them in D two. Like, oh, this this fame's gonna carry over. Benny um, the Jet becomes Luis Mendoza. You were riding the hot Jet- seat. Can you oh, blame Jesse? him? No. Jesse goes to the Oreo line. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Je- uh, Jesse, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nunes. What, what about the kid that played in The Mighty Ducks? The kid played that what? The kid who played Carp. Oh, God. He was well, in Heavyweights, goes to- a phenomenal movie. Wasn't yeah. he? What was the show? The other one, Camp on Oana on Nick. Wasn't he on that one? Oh, yeah. Early days Nickelodeon. Camp on Oana. No, it's Salute Your Shorts. Is Salute was Your Shorts. Show. Yeah. Shane, Shane, uh, or no, that's a diff. I'm looking at the uh, Sandlot IMDb. Which the Idiot. common theme again is Keenan Thompson, also in Heavyweights. Apparently, if you got into like one successful movie in the 90s, with either Paramount or Disney, they just rode your hot streak for like four or five. Yeah, they definitely, um, you could definitely uh, make a pop-up on the bottom of a website. Like you wouldn't believe these 20 stars that were in Disney and Nick movies as a kid. Whatever, sorry. Stupid comment, I'm dumb. Um, I know, Fulton Reed now plays a serious character, Foggy Nelson, on the Netflix series Daredevil. And it's hard for me to take him seriously. And Charlie was, Conway had a decent run. Yeah. He was, and yeah. then he and then he was engaged to Diane Kruger, the uh the the actress from Inglorious Bastards. 
she's the a one nice lady. Who, and the then one I who think they it. broke up. Yeah. I you know what? He has the broken um, leg. Yeah, you forgot what's his he was also in um Elden Henson was in uh Hunger Games. He was the mute guy. Oh, the camera guy. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Oh good call. Um actually that was the, the reason I kind of got or I got down this rabbit hole to Mike Vitar is originally I was well, after we were talking about varsity blues the one week, I was gonna do James Vanderbeek. And then I guess him and Joshua Jackson have a lot more acting credits than I thought. So I had to go further down like the, mm. the rabbit fell hole. Off the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Well, I appreciate it. It was I'm good sure reminiscing about some of the greatest sport movies of all time. Wasn't Mike Vitar the only one that wasn't, there was recently a Sandlot reunion. He was the only one not there, right? No, Benny no, he was, was the only one not there. Well, Benny was the only one. Yep. Like, that's who he is. Was it 25 years or 20 years? I think 25 for that. 25 old. came out in 93, yeah. And they even went to the Dodgers game, and he still didn't show up. He looks, wouldn't let he, him steal he looks, home. He looks jacked in that one. but Or no, Squints is the one that looks like he's jacked now, right? No, Yacht. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is jacked. Oh, yeah. Squints, Marty York. Squints looks like he, like. Squints looks like Squints. in cocaine for a while. Chauncey Leopardy. What's his name? Jeez. Should we get into our holiday edition? Yes. Uh, giving day picks? Yes. All right. Now, this this segment is brought to you by Grizzly Equity Partners, your startup pa- partner for whatever dream you want to make come true. Visit www.grizzlyequitypartners.com and reach out with whatever questions you have about starting a business. I didn't, I didn't write anything down. I thought that was going to come out better, you know, since I'm part probably, owner probably, of that company, but yeah, I'd probably work on that. Yeah. I don't know. You got me in a mental pretzel thinking about the Sandlot and now I'm weighing the options. Do I watch the Sandlot until the Lions game or do I work on cooking the turkey until the Lions game? It's really, I'm at an impasse. Well, the Sandlot is only like 90 minutes or no, it's like an hour and 45. So if you start it when we got done, it would end right as kickoff would start. Just Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. With the, uh, with the slate we have for today's games, we starting off with, sorry, sorry for the ding. Um, the Detroit lions hosting the Chicago bears and the lions are plus three. What what do we like here? I personally took them money line because tr- I heard Trubisky's not playing, and I just want my heart broken before I eat until I hate myself. So the thing with the Lions is like they had it perfectly set up to get a lottery pick in the draft. I know a lot of um, sports outlets up here in the Detroit area were really pissed off that they beat the Panthers twenty. 20- to 19 after losing three games in a row, like quite handedly, like they didn't even compete in those three games. So in true Lions fashion, I mean, the only way that it could be more Lions today is if Dre Bly uh, got one of the, the turkey legs from the turkey with eight legs, or is it the galloping gobbler now? I don't no, know. No, now it's the turducken. Turducken, excuse me. And it so, would be more Lions if Matt Flynn was actually playing. Not yeah, Chase Daniel. Also true. And Chase Daniel will look like an absolute god, but somehow the Lions will win on like a walk-off field goal. So I do like the money line play here. I don't. Well, you hate the Lions. Yeah. The Lions, they're going to break our heart either way. So why don't we capitalize on them winning this game and falling further down the draft Um Board. Only, to, only to lay an egg next week. Yeah. Well, because they'll be then, the favorite. They'll be the favorite next week, and then lose by thirty. Then when we then when they lose, we lose the first game of the parlay, and we can't even have fun. But it's okay. Well, well then we chase. Yeah. And then we chase live bets. We take the Cowboys and the under with the Saints in the over, and have some fun. All right, I, I actually, like those two. I like I the like Saints. I hate both. I, but I like the Redskins. 
Are you kidding me? Colt McCoy, gunslinger, I think his last start against Dallas, Monday night football game, I took Dallas. He won in overtime. Like an ass. He actually might have been on Dallas. I don't know. Colt McCoy's going to ball out today. Okay. I kind of like the Redskins plus seven. Yep. And then, yeah, there's if anyone goes against the Saints, they are oh, the biggest I'm, mush. I'm heavy on because, the Saints. Yeah, you okay, always take – you always ride the heater. There. Yep. It's – the over-under in that game is 60. I think the last two times those teams play, they put up like over 80. Yeah. I like I like Saints minus 12 and the over in that game. That one, I'm all in. I'm concerned about the Lions game because they just continue to break my heart. And I don't think Dallas is that good of a team. And but they're but they're on a good run. Their defense is good. Yeah. Homeboy but, with homeboy with the cowboy collars, a psycho. But Alex Dangerous. Smith having the Joe Theismann broken leg situation last week. I, same yard line. Yeah. That, it was oddly same day. similar. It was the same day. Crazy. Yeah. So it's like 33 I, years to the day. I just don't think that Colt McCoy is going to come in and really run that offense efficiently for um, Jay Gruden. So I, I'm leaning. Is Jay Gruden, but seven, is Jay Gruden seven, the better Gruden? Uh, in terms, as of right now, yes, 100%. But I am, I do have the suspicion that John Gruden is tanking on purpose to get the number one overall pick. Oh, what led you to that theory? Well, initially, I thought like him and Mark Davis, like just giving away Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, like I thought they were just the dumbest people of all time. And then I was like, oh, they're tanking, clearly, and yeah. stocking draft picks. That's what you I should do. You, there's only well, two teams. You, like, you don't you really either... see. You don't really see it in the NFL versus the NBA. It's a lot hard, harder to hide, but it doesn't. It's yes, the same thing. That's every, my point. If you're not. If you can't win your division, you should finish last. Dead last. Because yeah. yeah, you cannot improve in sports with a salary cap through free agency. It's not possible. Yeah. Agreed. Even Carson agreed with me. Andrew. Hmm. If the Lions win in the money you're gonna line, have you to, have to, you're to, gonna have to put in the parlay. I don't I can't I can't mind. What'd you say? Let me go for. If the if the Lions win their money line bet, you have to take the Saints in the over parlay. Yeah. Wait, say that again. Deal. So you're saying a three three way parlay. Lions money line over. No, I'm saying if, if you you said you're all in on the Saints and the over, right? Yes. Oh yeah. So if the Lions win money line, you have to just parlay it. You can't take them individually. Oh, that's fine. Is this well, you like can't have them in the. You can't have them in the same. You can't have them. You can't have them in a two-game parlay. But can we have it together in a ten-game parlay? I can't think of ten games right now. We've already been on the air for forty-two minutes. No, I want to add in some college basketball. There's like a hundred games. Las Vegas Invitational, Wooden Classic. All my teams are playing in this. Oh, I saw Grand Canyons playing. Are you, uh-huh. are you all in on that? Plus five against seat plus five and a half against Seton Hall. They'll beat the Is Pirates. That your lock of the day. Okay. Let's let's do this. If you had to pick one bet outside of the Saints game, what would your lock of the day be? Any sport. I think Lions plus three. The Lions plus three? Yep. Michael? I don't know. I got a lot of sentimental picks after the last weekend. UC Riverside is playing today. Temple's playing today. Fresno State's playing in basketball. Grand Canyon's playing in basketball. UAB's playing in basketball. But I will go with the only for-profit university that is publicly traded and has a Division I basketball team. Grand Canyon University plus five and a half against Seton Hall. I don't hate that. I don't hate the stock price either. Keep going up, baby. 
Can I tell you my Thanksgiving story? Sure. It's actually a good one. Um, so it was November 28th, 2002. It was the first year that Ford Field was open. And two young quarterbacks that day would make their first start ever on Thanksgiving. Can you name them? Joey Harrington and... And... Can you give me a well, hint with the team? I'll get there. So it was my first time ever at Ford Field, and for some weird reason, um, my dad wanted to get there really early. So it's like a half hour before kickoff, and I'm watching Jason Hansen and Adam Vinat- Adam Vinatieri, you know, kick oh, pregame field goals. Tom Brady. So I'm staying. I'm standing behind the goalpost, and like one of the balls misses the nets, it comes in the stands. So a staffer comes over, and I'm think like they're going to take the ball back. And like after I give it back to him, he's uh he's like, hey buddy, uh he's like the kid that was supposed to be New England's honorary captain didn't show up today. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I like go stand on the sideline for like thirty minutes, half hour, somewhere in somewhere give or take. I know it's the same unit of measure, but it's okay. And just like an angelic voice out of nowhere, just is like, come on, kid, let's go win this thing. And it wasn't an angel. It wasn't even. It wasn't the hero that we deserved, but it was the hero that I needed, and that man was Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Him and I walked out hand in hand. Teddy Bruschi on my left, Lawyer Malloy on my right. We walked out to midfield, shook hands with the Lions captains. The referee, I think, is he's still a ref. His name's like Larry Nemers or something. He asked for. Uh, he asked what the call was. Tom Brady and I just looked at each other, kind of gave each other a wink, heads. See the coin flip go up. I actually leaned in. And if anyone could ever find footage of this game, I will pay you a lot of money. I uh, I blocked the CBS coverage with my head. So you can't ever see that the coin flip happened. But uh, I am 1-0 all time undefeated in uh, NFL coin flips. We won the <laughs> toss. We elected to receive. Patriots scored on the first drive, went in to win 20-12. to And... I have a 100% winning percentage on National Football League coin flips. Amazing story. Now I better understand your affinity for the New England Patriots and Sir Thomas Brady. Um, I am picturing you at 11 years old with your head the same size as today, and it's a lot funnier. Oh, yeah. It's probably bigger. Yeah. Uh, I have a similar story. My first time at Ford Field was in 2004 for the Thanksgiving game, and um, we played the Indianapolis Colts, and Peyton Manning proceeded to throw six touchdown passes in the first half against the Lions. So Final score, 45 to 10? It, it was something. Like, they didn't even play anyone in the second half, and the Lions could only score 10. It was... It was bizarre. People were trying to light their Joey Harrington jerseys on fire inside Ford Field. And here I am as a 14-year-old kid with all my cousins, like, what the hell is going on? And I understood from that moment that Lions games and Lions fans are a special breed. So That was that was the year my family decided never to go again. Yeah. I've never gone again. Well, I've gone to different games, but never on Thanksgiving. I don't want to waste a day. I'm going to have to wrap it up here soon, fellas. Uh, I got a little turkey to to get ready for uh, Thanksgiving. Mm. Named CRC. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. All right. Let's cut it there. We've been- says he's a toe turkey because he's never had meat. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Oh, Maybe today's the day. Today is the day. You- Can you baby bird feed him some turkey? Like you chew it up and fit it in his mouth? I let them uh, eat popsicles sometimes. That's just a good dad move right there. Yep. All right. This has been another edition of... Hold on. What? There's one more big sporting event that we need to talk about. It's tomorrow. Oh, the match. Yeah. I think that gets its own podcast. Yeah, that should get its own podcast. Livecast? Livecast? Is that what you said? A lot, a live cast podcast, Michael. Let's talk offline, but maybe we'll watch it together tomorrow. I know I can't even bet on it. Shiv is working eight to nine, so I 
I will be sitting at home playing NBA 2K14 in the basement drinking LaCroix. So what system? PS3, duh. Maybe some NCA with Denard oh. on the front. Oh, I do have that as well. Same. Anyways, we're wrapping up. The match will get its own podcast. Guys, thanks for coming back. <laughs> it's been it was a long hiatus. We had a company retreat. We had a trip to Las Vegas. We had a lot of poopy diapers from CRC. And uh we probably lost three of our four listeners, but we're back and better than ever. Everybody pray for Mikey the Mush this Saturday watching Michigan Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And pray for the Lions fans today, because it could get ugly. Thank you to our sponsors, MV Sportsbook, Nicholson Homes, Grizzly Equity Partners, Jets Pizza, uh, The Promotions Guy, LaCroix, Espresso Royale. Am I missing anything? Keeps. Keeps, Bud Light. Kidding. I would never allow for that. I hate Bud Light. Uh, Wolfgang Pucks at MGM Casino in Detroit, Michigan. Wolfgang Puck. Okay. Sorry, Michael. You know what? I take you out for a nice dinner, and this is how I get treated. You're off off the list. It was a delightful dinner, sitting at the bar with you, watching Pistons basketball and live betting it. It was was And Maction. And Maction, of which we lost all those bets that night. All right. Thank you, everyone. This has been another edition of Let's Do It Live. Just a couple dudes being dudes, no rehearsal. Happy Thanksgiving. Damn it, Michael!